Hi, my name is Jerry Wise, and I'm a marriage and family expert. I'm the director for the Center for Self-Differentiation on the north side of Indianapolis in Indiana. And today's video is entitled, Stop the Emotional Harm for Adult Children of Narcissistic Parents. One of the things I found that's so concerning about a number of adult children of narcissistic parents that I work with is the continued and ongoing pain of the emotional self-harm which the adult child received as a child and then internalized and continued on into their adulthood. They take over the role of the parent for their inner child as adults. And that parent is not very nice. That parent is much like the narcissistic parent. The bad news is that that has happened. The good news is that we can change that and things can be different. So for those of you who are not familiar with narcissistic parents, let me give you some uh, characteristics of narcissistic parents. They don't need to have every one of these traits, but probably a good number of them probably will apply. They have a grandiose self-importance uh, and sense of self-importance. They often are obsessed with him or herself. Uh, goals are most always selfish or self-motivated by the narcissistic parent. They tend to be self-absorbed. They have trouble with healthy, normal relationships. They become angry or become very angry when um, criticized because they have a very, very sensitive, acutely sensitive sense of shame. And if that shame gets tweaked for the narcissist, then it's, it's very, very difficult for them and they react very strongly. They may have fantasies of unbound success, power, intelligence, love, or beauty. Uh, the narcissistic parent often believes he or she is unique and special and therefore should only hang out with other special high-status people and not the low people, but very, very special people or very talented people. Uh, narcissistic parents require extreme admiration for everything and feels their children should be beholding to them always. They feel entitled and have unrealistic expectations of special treatment. They should always get the special treatment. Uh, they take advantage of others and their family to further his or her own needs. They have very little or zero empathy and cannot or will not recognize the feelings of others. They behave angrily or haughtily. They may be jealous or get angry with children who behave or act independently. Uh, they may be kind, but it can be very, but it could very quickly change to anger or rejection. They may be very rejecting if challenged or perceived to be being challenged. They may feel the feelings of their children are invalid, unimportant, or inconsequential. They may be kind at times, but strings are very much attached to their kindness or their generosity. And they want their children to feel guilty and beholden and have an I do this for you and you owe me kind of attitude towards their children. They often flip between caring and acceptance and then rejection and withholding love. 
they practice what I call love with withdrawal. They withdraw their love uh, to control and to manage their children. They often lie to their children. They ignore the boundaries of their children. Um, they make children feel as if they are the crazy ones. Um, they use the child's vulnerabilities or weaknesses to exploit the child. And that's not only as ch children, but also as adult children. They do that as adults for their adult children as well. So how do narcissistic parents control their children? And by the way, this is important because how they controlled us growing up is how we learn to change how we control ourselves because we often take on that same role of self-control that they had and we can break free from that uh, bondage and from that those chains that we felt growing up we can begin to change that in how we relate to ourselves codependent control is one way to control your children um, I need you, I can't live without you, says the parent. You know, be a part of me and mesh with me. Because if you enmesh with me, I just may love you the way you've always dreamed to be loved. There's guilt-driven control. I have given my life for you and I have sacrificed for you. Don't you ever forget that. So whenever you make decisions, remember that I gave birth to you or that this is your father and he's always done for you. Uh, but again, it's a guilt-producing kind of control. A love withdrawal control. You're worthy of my love only because you have behaved the way I expect you to. If you don't behave the way I expect you to, then I'm going to pull my love and withdraw it. There's goal-oriented control. We have to work together to achieve this. And the parents live vicariously through their children. Your looks, your success, your social standing, your achievements. But that's controlling because you don't get to choose these things. You have to live out your parents' fantasies and wishes and desires. And if you don't, love is withheld. Then there's explicit control, which is either obey me or I'll punish you. And recently I remember a situation in which a client had uh, felt so abused by a, a narcissistic mother. Her father had died and a narcissistic mother and she just couldn't take it anymore and kind of withdrew just a little bit but was not mean or inappropriate with her mother at all and her mother disinherited her for that costing her a lot of her future because she pulled back and didn't accept all of the abuse and punishment. It was a quite sad situation that her mother is that not well. Uh, then there's the emotional incest or enmeshment control. You are my only true love. The one, the most important person to me, says the parent to the child. I only want the best for you. We are family. And remember, biology over everything else or anyone else. Family first. No matter how I treat you, family first. So what is it like for adult children of narcissistic parents? Well, we grow up with, an all, with all of our emotional needs unmet. We become many adults way too early as children. We become severely wounded from all the emotional and or physical abuse. So what do we become? We either become narcissistic parents with narcissistic traits ourselves, 
or inverted narcissists, and we become codependent and actually seek abusive relationships with other narcissists. Adult children of narcissistic parents grow up to internalize their narcissistic parents. We become the narcissistic parent to our own inner child. And again, the bad news is we do that. The good news is it can be changed. This way, the emotional self-harm begins and continues throughout our life. We pick up the baton and carry it on and continue to berate ourselves and treat ourselves like we are the adult of we are the adult narcissist and treating our inner child very poorly. Some even go so far as to self-harm physically, cutting, suicidal attempts, finding abusive relationships, extreme risk-taking, or addictions. I think the most common is emotional self-harm. And that's the most common. This emotional self-harm includes, and these are very important, being extremely self-critical, being very strongly self-shaming, self-guilting, being very negative about ourselves and our abilities, self-rejecting. If we make mistake, we pull the love from ourselves. If we fail, we pull the acceptance and unconditional love from ourselves. We have worthless tapes that just keep running and running. We become angry at ourselves. We are unforgiving of ourselves. And there are many other traits, but at least these are some of the basic ones that I've found. So what can we do? <clears throat> Excuse me. So what can we do to begin to change our lives as adult children of narcissistic parents? First, we can begin the grieving process. Allow yourself to grieve, the, grieve over the parent you never had. It's okay to grieve over that loss. Acknowledge that you've never learned how to properly deal with feelings and begin to start working through these feelings and your feelings. Get feelings lists off the internet. Get a whole list of feelings and begin to understand the language of your inner self. When something happens, identify what are you feeling, not what are you thinking. Thinking is from the neck on up. Feeling is from the neck on down. Um, I feel that you're treating me badly. That's not a feeling. That's a thought or a conclusion. I feel angry, I feel sad, I feel hurt, I feel ashamed, I feel um, uh, worthless. I feel Those are feelings. I feel happy, I feel joyful, um, I feel elated, uh, I feel relief. Those are feelings. Most of the time when we say I feel that often goes into a thought rather than a feeling. Uh, so begin to work through these feelings. Begin to work on reducing the size, and I put the in quotes, air quotes, the size of your narcissistic parent. They were bigger than life as children. We keep them there as adults. And as adults, they're still bigger than life. We need to make them smaller and begin to erase the fear of them. Remember, you don't answer to anyone but yourself as an adult. You are in charge of your own life. And that uh, I was talking to someone and they were asking me about what the emotional cutoff videos that I did. 
and why it's important not to emotionally cut off. We can put boundaries between us and people, but emotionally cutting off can be injurious to us. And she never realized, oh, the reason I don't want to cut off is because I'm cutting off because I made them so big and so large. If what I need to do is work on making them smaller, and then I don't have to emotionally cut off from them, and then I'm healthier and more mature. And she finally got that, and that finally clicked in her. Maybe I didn't explain it very well in the videos, but that's really what happens. And we want to make our narcissistic parents smaller. Um, begin to love your inner child. Realize your parents will never change. That's the bad news. And the good news is they don't have to. And they don't have to change for you to heal and to change yourself. Begin self-care and self-love. Stop the self-injury. Stop the emotional harm of yourself. Connect with other adult children of narcissistic parents. And oftentimes you can go to... Uh, CODA meetings, uh, Codependent Anonymous meetings, ACOA meetings, those also can be helpful. There are a few places that they do have adult children of narcissistic uh, parents meetings. Uh, when guilt shows up, don't trust it. And remember, your guilt gyroscope and your guilt GPS, your guilt navigator has been broken for years. So don't take your guilt as healthy face at healthy face value and that's what i train people to realize that their guilt may come out of a false guilt that comes from uh, narcissistic parents that they experienced and actually their guilt is too acutely fine-tuned and it's not a healthy guilt it's a false and unhealthy guilt so we have to work to getting to healthy guilt if you want more help about whether to stay in contact with your narcissistic parent or not, contact me and we can work through that or talk about that. I've worked with hundreds of couples and individuals over 35, 36 years of helping marriages and families. I've specialized in working with narcissistic families and helping clients break the codependent lock parents have on their children. Breaking this bond and creating more space for our healthy selves is what I bring to clients. They often come and are stuck in relationship patterns, marriages, family of origin conflicts in which they feel they can't do anything right. That's where we do the work, the hard work of helping them free themselves from those. I hope that you'll call me or email me. My information's on the screen, my contact information. And I will send you more information about my services that I offer. I offer Skype and FaceTime counseling. Uh, we have clients all over the world. I know uh, no longer are people stuck with the professionals in their areas. You can go to specialized folks to get very uh, skillful and competent help. I want to thank you today for watching, and I hope you have a great day.